know. Got it. Got it. Did you just get that window that said got it? Got it. That was the one that I clicked close instead of got it, and that was what kept kicking us out of the meeting. Ah. Weird, eh? It only took five five episodes where that happened before you learned to click. Hey. Got it. I'm I might not be quick, but I'm also a very slow learner. I guess. <laughs> true hi internet hey there internet how are you welcome to episode 194 of outrage factory the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring i'm your co-host derek bolan i'm your other co-host del deruder and first thing i want to say is this episode is dedicated to the pure of heart angel bob saget who died today yeah breaking news for those of you who are logging onto the internet for the very first time today just to watch Dale and I, uh, comedic legend Bob Saget, passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just found out like 10 minutes ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I haven't been on Twitter. Because we went to Crescent Beach to go for a walk. Then I went Ooh, grocery shopping. We went to Crescent Beach to Bro, go for beautiful. a walk. I'm going to be posting uh, pictures, you know I am. I, went for a, I, I know you will. As Andrea pointed out, a rock that was shaped like a dick. Perfect walk. <laughs> Do you just uh, go dick spotting on every... Uh... No. Now every time, like, uh, Goats, uh, Jeff Goche, who was on the Dale show, he was like, he was like, oh, I should show you all the dicks around Burnaby that are, like, drawn in cement as it was wet. So we went on a tour, and it was snowing, so we only saw one. But now every time I see a dick, I'm like, oh, I got to tag that. And, put goats in it so it's like dick spotting is now a thing that you can get trending did i tell you was i telling you about that spotting how in uh in the ruins of pompeii there's like that's that's why we were talking about it because you told me this and he's like oh there's so many dicks around burnaby there's i i hope that like centuries centuries yeah we'll probably last another couple hundred years when the human race has been eradicated and aliens show up and discover the long lost remnants of our civilization. All they see is like dicks yeah. everywhere. They'll be like, man, these humans had huge dicks <laughs> because we'll do like with opposite of the Renaissance where they drew everybody with a t- like the statue of Michael has a small dick because they thought only barbarians had big dicks. So if you had a big dick back then, it was a sign of low intelligent. Like, yeah, like we would think of like cavemen. Yeah, so now- still that we're all yeah. so fucking if you have a tiny dick you're really ourselves. you're really smart yeah so yeah. now we ha- we're all insecure so we're like we just all have big dicks yeah every single one of us but and it, the aliens will see this and they'll be like holy crap on the off chance you don't have a big dick you're probably really smart and handsome and have a well-paying job i'm just saying sounds familiar Derek. <laughs> pumping your own tires there uh <laughs> Rest in peace, Bob Saget, and also uh, happy new year to every. Although this has already been like, we got to stop fucking setting ourselves up this way because everyone was like, like 2020 from March on was just dog shit. Mm -hmm. And then everyone was like, oh, 2021's got to be better. And then 2021 was not any better, arguably worse. And then everyone's like, 2022 is going to be better. And like in the first fucking week of 2022, you're just like, Holy fuck. I was I, everything I saw there just like 2022. Because <laughs> it was like it started. Omicron started right before the new year. So everybody was like, 
oh, let's dust off the fucking panic button that we hadn't hit in like six months and let's uh, close everything down and just fucking see if we, we remember how to do all this fucking everybody bitch about everybody else doing it wrong thing. Yeah. I so. mean, to the point, I, I quit Twitter again because I was just like, everyone's yeah. just so like insufferably angry and negative mm-hmm. about shit all the time. And I was like, I can't fucking, I can't do this right now. I got, I got enough insufferable anger of my own <laughs> without yeah. having to deal with everybody else's. Do you want to hear the best self-help advice ever? Yeah. You got to be happy and find things to be grateful about in your life. Because if you're unhappy or angry, you resonate at a low frequency and that feeds the reptilian overlords. So they'll win the more you're unhappy. So if you're happy, they lose. That's, you know, I never really cared about my own (laughs) happiness until I knew it benefited reptilian overlords. And now, yeah. uh... I've been doing some research for the Dale show. And that was one of the things that came up. Uh, old David Ike. <laughs> that's Wasn't what that, he, that's his personal belief. He was the, he was the, also the fucking, the, um, the black planet. Uh, what was it? Or like a different planet or he's like, stars. he's, he's out there. He's, he's like, if Alex Jones was crazier and British, but the funny thing was, I never knew this before, but you know how Jesse Ventura has like a super conspiracy thing and David no. Icke has like, well, you don't know that? What? Jesse Ventura, the former, wasn't he a governor of yeah. California? And the reason he has a conspiracy show was from politics because both him and David Icke, when they went into politics, they got radicalized and they are like super conspiracy people now. Like... Jesse Ventura, he was like so wait, like he believes in the conspiracy. He doesn't oh, yeah. just like cover them. He's like, Oh yeah. He like he's so disenfranchised with politics, he equated it to just being gangs. And he's the one who who I I don't know if he came up with it, but I remember when I texted you Rebloodlikins and Democrips. Yes. He had he wrote a book titled that in 2012. I mean, that that part is true, essentially. Oh, yeah. Like it's like your your political beliefs are no longer just like one element of your life they're like the entire defining characteristic of who you are and everything else you do needs to fall in line with those political beliefs so i buy it oh the weird thing was before like like three hours before i heard that on a podcast i was listening to i was like thinking of a joke tweet and i was like gonna tweet out the only people who care more about red and blue than idiot political analyst is the bloods and the crips and i was like "Mm, is that a thing you should tweet and then i found out jesse the ventura wrote a book about it and i was like well it's a good thing i didn't because i would just look like some hack copying jokes and we wouldn't want that no we wouldn't i want all my terrible jokes to come organically (laughs) that's fair do we want to talk about the news yeah, Is let's any... talk about the news. Let's talk about the same fucking shit that's been going on for the past three years. <laughs> uh, Just the new variations we have. Let's start. Let's. Uh, how about we 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 put the COVID stuff on hold until we talk about something to do with Ghislaine Maxwell. So let's put the bad pandemic news on hold and go and talk about this fucking global pedophilia child trafficking ring instead 
Yeah, that, that sounds like a real, real feel-good story. So in 2019, did we talk about Prince Andrew saying he couldn't have been involved with like having sexual relations with a 17-year-old girl because he can't sweat? Yeah. I don't know if we ever talked about it, but I, I know I was just reading. That. I was reading about this story recently uh, yeah. and the the alibis that he gave for how he couldn't have done this. One was that he doesn't sweat. And one was like he was somewhere else at the time where he was supposed to be like dancing with this girl at a club. And it was just like fucking stupid and easily yeah. disproven. Um, anyway, it was. So- it was the excuse a royal who has no touch with reality would give because she was like, yeah, this Prince Andrew guy, I was 17. We had sex and he was really sweaty. And then he was like, well, that couldn't have been me because I don't have the ability to sweat. I can't even sweat. And he's like, did he just oust himself as a fucking reptilian? He's like, it has nothing to do with me being a shape-shifting reptilian overlord. It's just that my sweat thingies don't work. But uh, yeah, well, that's, so that's such a softball for the because he's in a it's a civil suit, right? It's not a criminal yeah. suit. He is being sued by um, what's her I name? Think... Basically, the whistleblower on the whole fucking oh, uh, Epstein ring. Did you read that article I posted? Uh, probably not. It's I'm not so gonna lie bad. to you. Uh, what's her name joffrey oh god that's a virginia g-i-u-f-f-r-e so i'm gonna guess guilfrey because a lot of these girls were from france because that's where Ghislaine maxwell did her i guess recruiting if you want to say it the most, least disgusting way um but the other reason that like because she's trying to sue uh Prince Andrew for like in a civil suit, like you said, but this is at the point where they're like going to a judge and being like, should this be able to be heard as a civil suit? And then one of the other things was it was like in 2009, Epstein and Joffrey made a deal where she was given $500,000 if she never tried to sue Epstein again or anybody else who could have been a defendant that was related to Epstein. So it's like them saying she can't sue Prince Andrew because it had to do with the Epstein deal kind of just makes them sound guilty. If you yeah, ask me, that's not the, the right path to innocence. <laughs> yeah. There's a way to prove your innocence and yeah. that ain't it. It's by actually conclusively proving. <laughs> I don't think you can plead the fifth on global childhood trafficking. It's so, not but now gonna stand up. The softball he's given her defense team is like, okay, pr- produce medical documents like produce some sort of medical proof saying you can't sweat and we'll uh we'll we'll deal with that then and like the guy's just a fucking moron and uh in addition to being a scumbag (laughs) and now the queen was like i'm not paying for your shit because this is the queen's son i guess it's prince charles's younger brother the prince andrew to charles is harry to william I guess if you don't, if you're not all busted up on your Royals, because I wasn't, I didn't know he was the queen's daughter, son until I read this article. Cause I just assumed he was some random Royal. Cause he was like Fergie's husband. Wasn't he? Uh, wait, was he? I know so little about all this shit. What? Yeah. I think he was. 
But anyways, Fergie the, from the Black Eyed Peas. No, yeah, that Fergie, Fergalicious at <laughs> Prince Andrew. Not looking too Fergalicious anymore. <laughs> I mean, if it was uh, Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas, then I might pay attention. I was like, is that is that who the London <laughs> the London Bridge song is about? Is it about him? Oh my God, it's Prince Bridge? Andrew on Epstein's <laughs> Island. He's he's called. That would just make it sound like he had a huge unit. Speaking of aliens and dick size, if you call Prince Andrew the London Bridge, that's it. Would be hilarious if uh, if the um, accuser came out and said he had a big dick, and then in order to defend himself or deny the charges, he would have to loudly announce to the world that he has a micro penis. In fact, <laughs> or he would be like, not only am I a small dong ally, but I'm also <laughs> a user. But it would be hilarious if he had to show the judge and it was like, this is obviously a lie. That dick is huge and it's fucking sweaty. Sweat, yeah, just Double glistening lies. with sweat. Like, Prince Andrew's big sweaty hog <laughs> is the fucking OJ Black Glove. <laughs> Wait, what was the original? Why did we start talking about this? Uh, Because now the queen said she's not going to pay for his legal fees. All right. So poor, poor Prince Andrew has to sell his $34 million um, ski chalet. I was going to say Swiss chalet, but I was going to say, but I guess it is a Swiss chalet. It's not the restaurant. It is (laughs) a chalet in Switzerland getting shut down. (laughs) Yeah. His uh, ski chalet in Switzerland worth 34 million. He's got to sell it. I want to, I should have looked up what this looked like. Cause I wonder if it's, if it's like a location that is $34 million or if it's just fucking gigantic, that is $34. Probably both. I would say, let's Hmm. see. Could we see it here? Oh, that you? doesn't look that flashy. Oh, is it in the article that I posted? No. I'm oh here we go. A look at Prince Andrew's seven bedroom. Uh is 17... Robin Leach still alive? Speaking of everybody dying. No, isn't Robin Leach like a thousand years old? I don't know. He was old, but <laughs> no, he funny. was. He died in uh 2018. Rest in peace. Oh, damn. Can't get a Robin Leach fucking tour of Prince Andrew's fucking ski chalet, which probably has secret rooms and all that jazz. Wouldn't that be fucking gross if Robin Leach was doing a Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous of Prince Andrew's ski chalet? And they're like, and here's the sex dungeon. (laughs) This fucking article is like, take a look at Prince Andrew's seven bedroom, uh, 17 million British pound luxury Swiss chalet. And all it is, is somebody clearly taking a video from the road across the street and it's like super zoomed in and then it pans out a little bit and then it pans out a little bit more. And that's the whole tour. So it's like, thanks. Uh, Paparazzi's really slipping lately. Great ass view though. Yeah. Uh, Swiss Alps. Yeah, the actual place itself doesn't look uh, that fancy, but like, fuck you, fuck the royals, fuck the royal mm-hmm. family. Like, how many multi-million dollar properties do you think Prince Andrew alone owns? Never oh, mind the entire royal family. Never mind everyone 
who is in this stupid fucking figurehead family that does nothing and accomplishes nothing and just exists to be rich and live mm-hmm. rich people lives. Yeah, they make. Oh, I was watching uh, Netflix is explained and they have an episode of the Royals and I was like, I should make notes of this. And then I just forgot. But like the Classic. the royal family gets all their money from taxes and they get like. 170 million a year they're of all the royal families around the world they get the most wait do we still pay money because we're as yes, canadians we're, we're a member of the commonwealth because we're fucking idiots and we haven't decided to leave the commonwealth because all the other colonies were like yeah hit bricks fucking monarchy and we're like i don't know i kind of like having the queen although it is nice because anytime some feminist is annoying you and she's all like, oh, the patriarchy could be like, actually, we're still part of the monarchy. So we've we're a matriarchy. If you want to be pedantic. Oh, wait. I love how like every 20 episodes or so the royals come up and then we like basically oust ourselves for not knowing anything about the royals. Yeah. And being like what the power, what the like their power over Canada looks like. Yeah. I don't actually think they have. I think they picked the lieutenant general. Yeah, well, there's like, yeah, so there's the, um, well, isn't it the, the governor general is like, yeah, sure. Basically supposed to be the liaison between the Canadian government yeah. and the royal. But in terms of like actual influence, I don't think the fucking royal family does I think if anything. The, what did you say? The governor general? Isn't it? I think they they have like a they have to give like the approval of the elections. So it's like she they I don't know why I say she, but whoever the governor general is had to approve Trudeau as the prime minister for the third time in a row. But it is a she. I don't think she would ever say like go against that and not just fucking stamp it through because I think people would lose their shit. Well, maybe not Alberta, but everybody else would. <laughs> Because Alberta hates Trudeau. That's my joke. That was a good one. Yeah. Hey, speaking of bloated <laughs> figureheads, uh, the Pope made nice. news this week. Nice. Huh? Yeah. 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 Wait, were we done with the Prince Andrew? Having did we yeah. express? Did we adequately express enough sympathy for the man who must sell his thirty-four million dollar Swiss ski chalet? In order to, I am honestly more upset about Swiss Chalet, the restaurants Mm -hmm. going out, going out of business. Speaking of restaurants to just butt in with a segue in the middle of your segue. (laughs) Double segue. uh, I love it. Storm Crow's closing because of COVID. Yeah. Meh. Which sucks. Meh. I mean, I went there three times. Yeah. It's, it's fine, but there's like, it's. Uh, so Stormcrow, for those of you listening from outside of Vancouver, uh, was probably one of the first establishments to like build a restaurant and then put board games in it, at least in the, the Vancouver area. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was also very, it was nerd themed. Like it was super nerd themed. They are the selling drinks. off all their, uh, their shit, like all their memorabilia oh, and shit really? too. They're going to be auctioning it off. But, uh, yeah, I'm too poor for any of that. Yeah. I went there a few times. It was it was fine, but yeah. it was also like the food wasn't that good. And like, you know, 
I can. And who's going to play a fucking board game in the middle of a loud ass restaurant? Well, if I want to fucking play board games, I'll just invite my homies over to my place and make food that I know is better because I'm responsible for it. Oh, and, uh, Derek can cook better than a pub. That Yeah, it's true. Oh, Keenan's popping off in the comments saying he's a former Swiss chalet employee rep- represent. <laughs> I, I had no idea he worked for the uh, the chicken hut. That was the job he had when I first moved to Vancouver in 2013. Damn. Eight years ago. Well, not first moved to Vancouver for this stint. I've been here like almost nine years now. Congrats, bro. That time felt like this long. Because I uh, have been living indoors and not interacting with human beings for most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if. Keenan knows the recipe for the sauce. Yeah, Keenan, give us your yeah, sauce recipe. Keenan, yeah, Keenan. Share. Okay. I have a serious question about Swiss Chalet because we're yeah. talking about it over Christmas. And was it the sauce red? What was I thinking of? No, it was like a brown, like a brownie, like a brownie red. Like a yeah. like a like a ginger gravy almost. Oh, like I was thinking. I don't know what I had, but uh, I thought I'd only eaten that Swiss chalet once or twice. And I swore it was like sweet and sour gravy. Maybe I was. Yeah, like, that, I mean, that's basically else. what it does. Basically what it like tastes like. OK. Yeah. So yeah. you're not you're not wrong. It was reddish brown. What a lovely color for sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah. Who, who wouldn't want reddish brown sauce all over, like, drizzled all over gross. the chicken? It doesn't look like poop. It looks like poop with blood in it. <laughs> okay. You um, know what else looked like poop with blood in it? The Pope. Your poop <laughs> after you ate Swiss chalet. Oh, wait. Uh, the Pope came, made news this week uh, for being the Pope when he came out and basically said that uh, what? People that if you so choose- here's the thing about the Catholic Church for years, the Catholic Church has grown in power and influence simply because a long time ago they were like, you know what? If we tell people who are members of the Catholic Church that wearing condoms is immoral, then they'll have like 15 fucking kids per family and we'll and all those kids will grow up Catholic and then we'll just like spread spread the influence of the church yeah. that way. Uh, and then, you know, millennials happened and uh, wealth, like unequal wealth distribution happened. Yeah. And now people are like, we're not fucking we're not having I, 50. Who could afford to have 15 yeah. kids right now? I think what it was, was the Catholic Church knew that if every family had like seven or eight kids, they would less likely catch on to what the priests were doing. But now that each family only has one or two, it's a little more obvious. Yeah. You have to listen to that one kid. Whereas like, you know, one out of seven or eight kids, you're going to be like, yeah, Billy, like sit down, shut the fuck up. Like we got to deal with your brothers and sisters. This is the forties. We have real problems. Yeah. Real. Yeah. (laughs) Go out and work the farm. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. So the Pope came out and basically said that it's bad for the Catholic church, but arguably also for the world that, uh, that people are having fewer children and getting pets instead. Uh, and I don't have his actual comments in front of me. I'm probably I mean, paraphrasing. If you want to look at this from purely, um, what's the opposite of objective point of view in the impending 
religious war that is on the horizon, if the Catholic Church members stop having as much kids as they did, they're going to have not as many soldiers, so they're going to be at a disadvantage. Because if you look at the other religions of the world, I'm not saying any specific names because then that way it's not racist. They, those families are still having more kids, so that puts the Catholics at a disadvantage. Wouldn't that just be fucking crazy if there was a religious war and the Mormons won? Just came out of nowhere. What? I don't think they have that much uh, that much power. Yeah, but they still have a lot of kids, and apparently the Pope thinks that's very important. Oh, how about here's here's a good question. If we had a religious war, a whole globe, World War Three, it's not fucking China versus the US, it's religion versus religion. How would all of the like what would the sides be? Because you would obviously have like Christians, but would the Catholics and the Christians and the Protestants and the Mormons would they be all on the same one? Yeah, I mean, if they or would it even go higher up and would it be every Abraham Abrahamic religion? So, like, you have the Muslims, the Jewish. And the Christians all on the same side. Then who are they fighting? Dale? Uh, or Hinduism, Buddhist? Buddhism, Taoism. I gotta do some some quick napkin math here. Because if 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 the Abrahamic religions all joined forces, they would win for sure. Okay, so. Yeah. Top top religions okay. by, by population. Yeah. Do you want okay? What's what do you think number three is? Buddhism. So actually, and this is kind of a uh a uh cop out, but yeah. the third most popular religion in the world globally. With 1.193 billion people is, yeah, basically not believing in a God. So that's like secular or like non-believing or agnostics or atheists. What does secular mean? Just like non-religious. Oh. I always thought secular was a diff- like different sections of the church or whatever. Okay, I get it. Fuck, uh, but, a fruit fly flying around my computer. Yeah, Sorry. you keep you keep Sorry trying to catch that. Well, I talk fucking numbers here, son. Yeah. Uh, religion. Oh, number three, actual horse. religion. The atheists. Yeah. Yeah. For real, though, like you would think that, like, if we're pairing off to have like a global mm-hmm. religious war, the atheists, they're going to take they got to defend themselves. Wait, how would the atheists get the extra benefit of all the like witches and Wiccans and like oh yeah what about Gnostics wait no that that's a separate there's a neo-paganism which is actually its own own thing here you want to know something interesting they would not get the Wiccans what's up do I the Nazis would fall under neo-paganism what because they had all their beliefs based on the uh, old timey like Norse mythology. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But since there's, they're not there anymore. That's yeah, we got rid of them. They okay. don't exist. Okay. This is all I want to talk about for the rest of my life is Third. how the religious war would break down. Third most popular religion, actual religion in the world. Yeah. 
Hinduism with okay. 1.1 billion people. God damn, really? Wait, Second how much most, was that? 1.1? 1.1 billion people. Okay, so that's like a seventh of the planet. Hinduism, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Islam, number, is number two. Number two? Number two damn. with 1.9 billion people. Damn, a quarter of the planet. Yeah. yeah. Damn. No wonder one, all those fucking old right-wing people in the States are scurred. Number one yeah. is Christianity. Hey, Christianity. Which? Hometown. 2.3 billion people, but that is inclusive of, like, I think all of the yeah, different sects. You gotta. You, yeah. you gotta. You gotta just say. Wait, is the Jewish faith on there? They are, yeah. Judaism? They are number... Uh, let me pull up the article, the Wikipedia article. Why would going you close right that? Now. This is all I want to talk about. Ju- Judaism. I have a hundred more questions. Uh, there are only 14 million Jews in the world for That's zero, 0.18% of the global population are Wait. practicing members of the Jewish. Wait, state. how the fuck do they control Hollywood? I don't know. Oh, well, uh, Hollywood's not that big, but uh, <laughs> like, um, yeah, like, how are they supposed to be able to, like, control everything? That's fucking crazy. Yes. What's, okay, so it goes Christianity, Islam, Hinduism. Hinduism, atheists. What's the fifth? Buddhism with 506 Buddhism. million people. 506? Those numbers drop fast. But yeah, so it's like Christianity, Islam, Hinduism are the big three, and then also with like secular or atheist, and then after that, it's Buddhism with 500 million. Uh, Chinese traditional religion with 394 million. What's that? Mm, like the, you know. Falun Gong and stuff like that? Like, you know. Uh, no, I uh, don't know. Buddhism, all. Taoism, Confucianism. Wait, Other did stuff. we already say Buddhism? But yeah, I think this is like excluding Buddhism. Uh, oh, it's the rest. Like, okay, I yeah. get it. Uh, um, and then after that, there's another big, there's African traditional religions with 100 million. And then a bunch of uh, ones in the 20 million to 1 million category. Uh, did you know? Keenan in the uh, comments was asking, what is the force? Or Jediism or whatever that one's called. Because it's Je- an actual religion. Oh, Christ. Is it on the list? How many people are in the Jedi religion? How I many members of Jedi like religion? 100,000. The 2016 census yeah. found that uh, 48,000 people reported themselves as practicing members of the Jedi religion. Is that just in the States? I don't know where it is. And I'm ironically, not, I'm not that's more than there ever was real Jedi's in Got the em. Star Wars universe. Got him. Boom. Boom. Uh, did you know yeah. that there are 600,000 practicing Rastafarians in the world? <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah, because that's like the official religion of Jamaica, isn't it? Okay, so if we're drawing lines right now, it's. I think it would be like Christianity Yeah. plus... Judaism, because mm-hmm. like Judaism needs to hitch their wagon oh, to yeah. one of the big three, and it ain't mm-hmm. going to be Islam and it ain't going to be Hinduism. So, yeah. Christians plus Jewish people. Yeah. 
against Islam, against yeah. uh, Hindus. And I would say, so if you're the Buddhists, if we're picking yeah. sides right now, the Buddhists uh, and the um, Buddhists and the Chinese traditional. Yeah, I was going to say they would all join up. They would all join the Hindus. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I think it's a it's a fair fight between uh, the big three. And then that well, and then what do the atheists do? Exactly. Maybe the atheists go against the big three and they just get all the rest. Like they get the African ones, they get Rastafarians, they get the neo paganists, and then I mean, yeah, neo paganists. Yeah. Like where who do you think a Wiccan is a Wiccan gonna side with like one of these very like strict fundamental religions, or are they gonna go with the the chill folk who don't really believe in anything at dude, all. Dude, wouldn't this be awesome if this happened and then that's how we found out magic was real? Because there's magic in the Bible. So if they believe in the, all the stuff that's in the Bible, then you got to believe in magic. Yeah. You don't even have to believe in the Bible. You can believe it. Magic is all around us. Magic <laughs> is in the air right now. We're all made of stardust. <laughs> um, what the fuck were we? Oh, the Pope said it's... uh. I don't know. I was just I did a Google search and I was reading about what he actually said. And it said he didn't actually say that it was selfish for people to choose pets over kids, but it didn't say what he actually said. So I'm just going to stand by the inflammatory clickbait headlines and say the Pope Uh, did say that. And you can't go wrong with that. I will say the Pope is right on one thing. I don't know if he said this. I know he probably intended to people who refer to themselves or their pets as like fur parents or fur babies can yeah. get fucked because you're not a parent <laughs> and they're not a kid. So like, shut the fuck up. Call them something. Call yourself. a. Yeah. Pe- I was like, we need another term for this, but one exists. It's pet owner and pet. The term, <laughs> the terms are already out there. See, and it- I always thought that p- when people said fur babies, it was like, like almost an ironic troll where you say something that you know is so dumb and stupid, but you say it on purpose to annoy people, then it's okay. Yeah. It would be like if I use the term fur baby. Yeah. I think it yeah. started out that way. And now there are mm-hmm. people out there who unironically, if you're like, Oh, do you have any like children? They'll be like, Oh, just my two cats. Those are my children. They're children to me. And they sound like salad fingers. And I, <laughs> Oh, do you want to hear what he actually said? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I I fucking. No, we're we're all about we are all about factual, factual truth reporting on uh, on Outrage Factory. Yes, I would like to know what he said. So during a general audience at the Vatican, he said today ellipses, which means that they cut out a whole chunk of the quote. We see a form of selfishness. We see that some people do not want to have a child. Sometimes they have one and that's it. But they have dogs and cats that take the place of children. This may make people laugh, but it is a reality. Wait, it makes them laugh? This may make people laugh, but it is a reality. So I think he was like, maybe he's ESL and he like speaks what? Italian as a he does. first language? Er, no, he's uh, Portuguese. He's... Uh... He's not actually Italian. I think he's from Brazil, isn't he? Brazil or... uh... Derek, you're asking the wrong guy. If I don't know about the royals, 
who haven't changed in my entire life, then I for sure don't know about this Pope who's been Pope for what, like five years? He's Argentinian. Sorry, Pope. Uh, really f- fuck the dog on that one. What did you say? We just co- I said he was Brazilian. Oh. I said he spoke Portuguese because that is what they speak in Brazil, as far as I know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. The, I, I would I would have said Brazilian. What do they speak in <laughs> Brazil? Going down a rabbit hole. Oh, that is Portuguese. Fuck, look at me. Take me yeah, up to trivia night. Go. Let's go. Worldly Derek. Oh, and he, all, he, <laughs> he also went to say pet keeping was a denial of fatherhood and motherhood and diminishes us, takes away our humanity. All right. Um, the Pope. So I guess he what he did say was actually as bad as it is. Oh, wait. And then. He also said civilization grows old without humanity because we lose the richness of fatherhood and motherhood. And it is the country that suffers. And he followed that up by saying, if you refer to your pets as fur babies, you're a fucking idiot. Knock that shit off, please. Is, Sincerely, is this Pope the, Francis. Is this the same Pope that was all like for like gay rights and stuff? Or was this that- Pope is like, okay. So as far as Popes go, cool like Pope? this Pope fucking like this guy is like, a fucking like bleeding heart socialist. He like grew up poor in uh, what I thought was Brazil and is actually Argentina. And he's like, he's all about like, so he's pretty progressive as far as popes go. So yeah. he's like very socially progressive. He like doesn't like capitalism all that much. Uh, and uh, he fucking hates it when people who own pets believe that they are parents. Yeah, of course he doesn't like capitalism because he would have to get a job instead of just being like the Pope who gets money. What do you Didn't think? Also- I was gonna ask, I was like, what do you think popes do when they stop being popes? But it's they die, and that's how they <laughs> stop. I was like, because you don't normally see like former popes going out there and like landing like sponsorship contracts for like, you know, they go they commercial go products. Speak. They, they're like the ex-presidents of the United States and they go speak to fucking like banks for 500 <laughs> grand a pop. <laughs> they're like, oh, the Pope's doing a speech for the Bloomberg group where he talks for two hours and makes 500 grand. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> uh, all right. Didn't the Pope also say recently this isn't in the article I just saw in passing that he didn't want people to call it the Pope mobile anymore because it's like not respectful of his bubble car. <laughs> it's bubble car more respectful. <laughs> no, not at all. But I don't give a fuck if the Pope thinks I respect him or not. I'm like, I'm not going to go full Sinead O'Connor on this, but if I ever was on Saturday night live, oh man. That's what I would do. I'd go on Saturday Night Live and just rip a picture of the Pope in half and be like, nobody cares anymore. All right. So Dale has clearly drawn his side. He's chosen his sides in the forthcoming religious super war. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd go with the atheists because they'd have the best science. You think so? Yeah. All right. Um, any religious warrior who's like, I'm going to pray for an edge in this fight. I'd be like, I'm going to go with the guy who makes the best guns. And does the science or I mean, oh, to be man. fair, all of these major religions have fucking years of history making weapons and like conquering shit. So valid point. None recent so much. Yeah. But uh, OK, how's this sound? The atheists, if they get the Neopaganists, they would have the best magic and the best fucking 
science it's a marriage made in a world i want to live in okay dale dale has chosen his side it's the atheists sorry dad <laughs> fair and mom to a lesser extent she doesn't go to church anymore Oh, speaking of the Pope, do you want to talk about this chick who's not going to fart anymore? Uh, what our our fart hero from? <laughs> nice segue, bro. <laughs> hey, thanks. Uh, the Pope probably farts, eh? Yeah, as, as we covered in our last episode, uh, the our brave heroine reality star, uh, reality TV star who farted in jars and sold them for what forty thousand dollars a week. Uh, yeah, actually. So this is a perfect metaphor for capitalism that Pope Francis rails against because mm-hmm. uh, she had to step up production so much on the fart jars in order to make as much money as possible that she put herself on a uh, <laughs> just a moronic diet of like beans and yeah. protein powder. And it literally yeah. sounded like that was all she was eating. She said she drank three protein shakes a day. And that, <laughs> then being a fucking idiot who I guess if you're like farting in jars and you think it's going to work out and you just like start eating beans and protein shakes and uh, you just have no real idea what nutritional needs your body has. But she got like gastric pain so bad that she thought she was dying of a heart attack of a heart attack and had to go to the ER and they're like, yeah, no, you just have gas. You're just farting a lot from your career choices. Imagine how much she was farting. Yeah. Like I have one protein shake and it's like good night for the rest of the day. Like just don't come. If I'm, if I said I had a protein shake, just talk to me. Don't, yeah, this. don't, don't do it. Don't even talk to me on the phone because it'll ruin your time. <laughs> uh, if she was smart, she would have just outsourced the farts because it's not like people are running DNA tests on the fart fart jars. They're getting back to them. Also, I would like to say I'm very fucking disappointed in our readers or our listeners because all I wanted. And I said it, all I wanted for Christmas was for people to fart in jars and wrap them for your loved ones. Oh, yeah. And not a single fucking person did it. So, uh, you know what? Better <sighs> luck next year. We need a dumber audience. We That's do. That's it. We need or people just who- not even dumber, just like more. Uh, did you ever watch the Nixium documentary? Um, no. It was basically it was all about how they like sussed out like people who would actually buy into their culty bullshit. And it was like there are tests that you can give people to determine how like easily suggestible or influenced they are. We need yeah. those. We need those people like people who oh. sign up for a cult. We need them to listen to this podcast. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, the rich people. Yeah. I think all the rich people who are susceptible to cults are probably already in cults. You would think that. But there's a lot of like nouveau riche people out yeah, there and, and especially like, with all the fucking small business closing and the biggest upwards transfer of wealth in our history going on yeah. during covid there's got to be a couple new rich people who haven't been recruited yet well they're all just looking for something to believe they're like just fucking throwing money into bitcoin because they're so desperate to believe in something and uh i think that's where we can really 
Dale and I can step in and steer you and your money in the right direction. And that is yeah. by having you invest in exclusively in jars full of farts. Hey, these uh, these are going to only go up in price because the supply went way down. So the demand is going to go way up. <laughs> they were selling for one thousand two hundred and seventy a jar, which is a weird not round number at all before. So I can only imagine how much these NFTs are going to go up. <laughs> Non-fartable tokens. Non-fartable tokens. <laughs> nice. Okay. Can we talk about this fucking, this uh, travel deal before, uh, before the, or what? we're hanging the, out all night. The fucking, yeah, I, I, I know you and I are, but for the benefits oh, of this podcast, uh, yeah, the Sunwing flight, the Sunwing, that, the Sunwing party. My favorite part of this I'm just going to say is Trudeau called them all idiots and goofs. I don't think he's used the word goofs, but then someone was like, oh, really? And then they showed a picture of like Trudeau, like four months ago at a party. Yeah. On mass with a whole well, bunch that's of people. Like, people are being here's the thing. OK, like the okay, only here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm, let the uh, pure cast the first stone. What, what what happened here is that a bunch of uh, it was this fucking party company i can't remember what they're called um but they basically they uh chartered a jet to what cancun somewhere yeah, in mexico cancun. uh and like filled it with like social media influencers and like young hot people like you've seen this shit and Why we all this plane crash well we all get fucking annoyed by crashes. it because like we're old and we're ugly and we're poor and like no one's no one's being like, hey, Derek and Dale, come on our private jet to Cancun and party with these hot young girls. So we, like, we're it like, sounds like hell. How long yeah. is the flight? We're like, fuck those people. I mean, it did look like hell, but like, so what happened is someone leaked a video and it shows all these people basically like partying in this plane and drinking out of bottles of alcohol. And just like, it looks like a dance party on a fucking, fucking plane. Dude, they were crowd surfing. This plane was lit as fuck. <laughs> and I mean, like, and people just lost their fucking minds about it because not because only are they mad. We're so jealous. They're that like, they don't ah, get to go party. I've number one. I've been sitting in my home doing the right thing for two years. And how dare these people go to Mexico? And then on a plane, they're not even wearing masks. They're drinking alcohol. Like, shut the fuck up, idiot. Number yeah. one. <laughs> so it was bad that the video got leaked. It was bad that these people were behaving in an unsafe manner in an airplane. You know, but I'm like, not even going to say it's bad. It was a private flight. All that other shit. Well, that's the Cut thing. Loose. Everyone's acting. Everyone's like, you're not allowed to drink from bottles of alcohol on an aircraft per FAA regulations. And it, this isn't a fucking Delta flight to Cancun, you moron. Yeah. This is a fucking like private charter plane where like when you're rich, rules don't apply to you. When you are on like a private plane there, you're generally allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. And because uh, if you weren't, why would you even get rich in the first place? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. First of all, all yeah. these people probably already had COVID in the last two years. If this oh, is how almost hard they fucking bust definitely loose, bust loose. Yeah. Uh, second. Yeah. 
like when I first heard this story, like, oh, is a Sunwing because they say Sunwing flight. So you're like, oh, it's a commercial flight full of passengers. So I thought it was like there's 20 people on like a regular flight cutting loose, Actually, like, which like okay. rushing on the way home from the world. If Juniors. that happened and there was like, you know, some like kindly old grandmother flying to see mm-hmm. her grandchildren, then I might be like this is but people were reacting to it like that was the story, not yeah. understanding that this was like everyone on the plane was doing this. It was a charter yeah. flight. And it was like they said one of the things they said was the steward steward staff were like, oh, they were doing this. They were putting us in in harm's way. But they also said none of them were belligerent or not listening to us. So it's like you have these kids who are just busting loose, having fun on a jet that they fucking rented for themselves. I'm okay with it. If the stewardesses have a problem with it, they should have said something. Be like, maybe put up like just fucking tape a Ziploc bag stuck together to block off the back part of the fuselage or whatever. But it seems like it was all okay, And then they landed and then they were going to try to get them to go back. And they were like and Sunwing was even like, we will fly you all back. And then the guy who put on the thing, they were like going back and forth and they almost had it so that all these people would be back safe and sound in their own beds in Toronto, except for he would not go back on the in-flight meal. It's a five hour flight and his hill to die on was like, no, I'm not going without an in-flight meal. And so it got straight for real. That's so fucking yeah, tough. that's the thing that held this up. So it's like. That's what these people should be. Fuck, this guy should be fucking charged for because he's a fucking idiot because everybody could have been home. It could have been over. But he was just like, yeah, they need a meal. It's like, just fucking go without the meal. Like you guys. Yeah, you had the fucking time of your life on a plane. You went to Cancun. You had the time of your life there. And then you just got to fly. You're all going to be fucking hung over from a week of partying anyway. Just sleep for five hours and get it over with. Yeah, it was uh, so somebody and like. So there's like rules and processes in place where like if passengers are being unruly on a flight, then like flight attendants can step up and be like, hey, sit the fuck like sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up. You have to obey us. And then if passengers don't obey that, the flight attendants can notify the flight deck and say, hey, we have like a very serious safety situation here. And then the pilots can get authorization to divert the plane somewhere else and land it. And the unruly passengers will be taken off of the flight and into custody and charged with a crime. None of that happened. And the flight just continued for fucking five hours or whatever to fucking Cancun because nobody had a problem with it until that video got posted. And all of a sudden, (laughs) Sunwing was like, oh, we have to protect our asses. So we're going to say that, like, we tried to control the situation and the passengers were being very unruly. And then all these fucking other dipshit airlines were like, like, here's the deal. If you're traveling right now, which like, good fucking luck. It's a shit show out there. Yeah. Uh, I was in Key West last week and getting home was a fucking nightmare. And my wife is coming home today and getting home is a fucking nightmare. And like, because of Omicron being everywhere, you're going to have a hard time getting tests and you're going to have, a, but like the government of Canada and these like private planes have like, sure, they officially have the right to do it. But like, yeah. there's no fucking reason to strand these people in Mexico because they posted a video that you didn't agree with or that you thought was irresponsible because Mm -hmm. 
you know, if they're flying home on a fucking commercial flight, it's very unlikely they're pulling that shit. This is specifically because it was a, a fucking party flight. Yeah. And like assuming they can get their COVID tests and everything checks out, like bring the fucking people home. But because of the like global media attention around this story, because everyone's just fucking pissed off and bitter because we have all been, I mean, not we, because I've traveled plenty, but you've all been <laughs> stuck in your homes <laughs> for fucking two years. And you're so angry about that, yeah. that there, it had to be this big fucking media story. And now uh, I did see reports that like some of the people were starting to trickle back, but something that uh, I know something like 30, 30 of the people on that flight have tested positive for, for COVID in Mexico. Yeah, that's crazy. Like how many people were on this flight? If I mean, 30 of them. It's not that surprising. COVID. If you look at the video and you're like, I mean, yeah, that part's surprising, but you're also, yeah. I mean, I would guess like there were probably 50 people tops on the flight and like, yeah, most <laughs> okay. of them got COVID. Before when I said they probably already had COVID before, obviously they either got it again or yeah. So I, I was wrong. It was a problem, but uh, like, I don't know. Everybody keeps acting like, like if we want to just get into like the fucking nitty gritty of this, everybody keeps acting like, People are getting Omicron because they're like these dickheads on this plane and they're being totally irresponsible. But it's like we're getting like each province. I only know about Alberta and, and B.C. are each getting like thirty five hundred to four thousand new fucking uh, people have it a day. And it's like it's not like all of those people are being shitty. It's just this one spreads really fast, like fucking every hockey team right now has like five to 10 guys on COVID protocol. So it's like, it's just fucking spreading through everything. And I don't know what my original point was. Oh yeah. It's just like how everybody's like, Oh, if we do all this, it won't happen. And it's only be, people are only, it's like, it's almost as bad as the, like, you shouldn't have dressed like that if you didn't want COVID. Well, that's like, it's, it's, it <laughs> fucking feels very, and I got a big argument with people about this because everyone's Is like, this why you left Twitter. No, this was kind of the precursor the to reason. it, but like somebody like posted a fucking, uh, oh, it was a, a guy, uh, a reporter, Ian Hannah Mansing, who's like a reporter for CBC that or guy's something. still around? Yeah, apparently. Good for him. He posted a thing about how he had heard from one of his friends uh, in the Caribbean that there's Canadians down there who are basically just like stranded because hmm. they have tested positive for COVID and now they're like, they're basically stuck there for two weeks and everyone's yeah. everyone popping off in the comments, like, good. If you travel, you deserve to get COVID and like, no, you fucking dumb. Like here, that's a very like March, 2020 approach to it. It's like, mm -hmm. it is not. And I had this argument with someone uh, who shall remain nameless, who is most certainly not an ex of mine uh, or a mother to my child. But she was like, <laughs> Talking about how how wildly irresponsible it was for me to travel to the States and then come home. And I'm like, look, we're like, we're two years into this thing. It's not irresponsible to travel anymore. As long as you're like being safe. She was like, oh, well, you were like maskless around other people. And I'm like, yeah, I was like outdoor maskless around other people. And when I was indoors, I was wearing a N95 mask, which is what they now recommend. And I was like, what what are you doing? to uh and she's still wearing a cloth mask and she's going to like uh three dozen All locations right. of the uh the retail and i'm just like i'm just gonna stick off for her because i know for sure she's not watching this but like and also i just want to butt in on this n95 thing like that isn't a new thing like we knew 
cloth masks weren't like Fauci said, right? Weren't at the doing the job. Yeah. He was like, don't bother wearing a cloth mask. And then whatever, he changed his mind later. But we knew that cloth masks weren't going to protect you from getting COVID or even stop you from spreading it. It's just better than nothing. And we didn't have enough N95 masks because they're all made in China. And somehow at the same time, this disease that came from China, they ran out of masks to stop us from getting it. I don't know. It's not a conspiracy. So I don't want to connect dots. It most certainly is not. <laughs> it was. Uh, but yeah, it's just like you have all these people now here getting COVID mm-hmm. being like, I don't understand yeah. why I did everything I was supposed to. And it's like, OK, well, what you were supposed to do was like, a mitigation strategy it wasn't a you can't catch covid if you go to a restaurant and you only stay at your own table and you're pulling down your mask to like eat at this restaurant you could still get covid uh if you are mingling indoors with other people uh who aren't members of your household uh and you're wearing a shitty cloth mask you could still get covid uh and a lot of the people who have been traveling particularly from Canada to the United States have been like super fucking careful because they know yeah. if they get covid while they are there they're fucked like you're stuck there for 2 weeks so you're not coming home mm-hmm. so i think like overall this belief that like doing this one thing is irresponsible and more dangerous than like like i don't know if you've noticed but like omicron numbers like it's already here <laughs> People are already spreading it pretty good without the whole travel part. And the thing is, like, I got to back you up here. It's almost like traveling is safer for the spread of COVID because you got to get tested going both ways with a PCR test. And if you get Omicron here and you're like, you do like a rapid test. They're like, yeah, don't bother going to get tests. Just fucking stay home for seven yeah. days. Like, they're, you can't they're like, do that if you're traveling. What was the official advice? It's like, just assume you have COVID and don't don't go yeah. anywhere. So just you, fuck yourself and die. We don't. And care. meanwhile, like the labor force is fucking dying, and like businesses yeah. are shutting down, and flights are being canceled because they're like, we can't actually tell you if you have COVID or not. So just assume yeah. you do. Don't go to your job. <laughs> It'll work out. Yeah. Good luck. We we closed all the testing sites before Christmas because we thought COVID was over. And then this thing that everybody saw coming happened. And we don't want to open up those testing sites again. So just cut. Just fuck off. Yeah, basically. But it's like and the thing was, we were never not going to get COVID like we like you and me. Oh, Dale. We were talking about how everybody's going to get this like a year and a half ago. And then everybody kind of forgot. But we the whole stop the spread wasn't like we're not going to get COVID. It was like we got to slow down how much everybody gets COVID. So the medical infrastructure doesn't collapse. But now that not everybody goes to the hospital, you don't have to worry about it as yep. much. That's the thing. We've slowed it down. Like enough people are mm-hmm. vaccinated. Enough people are boosted. Uh, yeah. that uh, that generally the health system should not be overwhelmed by this. If it is, there were definitely some miscalculations along yeah. the way. But I was like, um, I read an article the other day and it was like the difference between Canadian and American COVID policies right now isn't that America is like rah, rah, freedom and Canada isn't. It's that Canada's healthcare system was already like, kind of cracking under the strain a little bit before COVID mm-hmm. even happened. Uh, and m- meanwhile, healthcare in the States is like much more accessible. They're not at risk of running out of ICU beds. You have to like, pay for it. Yeah. 
Um, but because of that, you see more people, uh, they don't have as strict policies, whereas in Canada, they have to have it. And the policies aren't to protect the people, they're to protect the healthcare mm-hmm. system from uh, from cracking under the strain of this. So yeah. um, ultimately, we've we've all taken the steps to prevent, allegedly, most of us have taken the steps to prevent <laughs> the uh, prevent serious infection or death. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just let this fucker run wild. Let's see yeah. what happens. Like if 4,000 people got Delta or even one of the other COVIDs, the fucking healthcare system would have been gone. It would have just fucking got nuked because so many people from Delta go to the hospital and had to be in ICU beds and stuff. Like we went like before Omicron wasn't like the record in BC, like 1500 new cases in a day. Yeah. What is it now? It was like-, like the records now is like over four grand and the hospitalizations only have only gone up at most by 27. So it's like now we have like 227 ish. I didn't look at the numbers today. People in the hospital, whereas during Delta, we had like 160 or something. So maybe it went up like 60 or whatever. But that's like the difference of the people who are actually like getting effed by Omicron as opposed to Delta. So it's like, I don't know, like it just seems like everybody's taking pot shots at each other when they really shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in this together, guys. We we yeah. <laughs> be smart, be safe, be kind, or whatever the mm. fuck it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. uh, you know, it's so the strategies we were using two years ago and the beliefs we had two years ago, like those are gone. Yeah. Uh we shouldn't have those anymore. We shouldn't mm. still have that shit. You shouldn't still be shaming people for fucking traveling, especially if they're like you. I mean, pre-COVID, especially if they're me. Thank you, Dale. I mean, we were all thinking it, and yeah. I didn't want to be the first to say it. <laughs> but it's like, if uh, if if pre-COVID, if somebody went traveling and they came home with a cold, you weren't like, you motherfucker, you brought that cold back from there, mm-hmm. and now you're going to give it to everyone here, and you're going to spread your fucking... That's basically like, I don't want to be that guy, but like Omicron is much yeah. more mild for vaccinated people. Well, it's which, not even a bad flu anymore. Like, which, remember the right we wing where people were we saying it was a bad say, flu at the beginning? We can't this say is that. like a bad cold. We can't, we can't say it. I'll say it. No, we're going to get removed from YouTube. Dude, again. The fucking YouTube bots don't go an hour deep. As long <laughs> as I don't write that this is in here, they're not going to get this deep. All right. Um, but yeah, and you and all your like super smart liberal friends are definitely vaccinated and definitely boosted. So let's just uh, stop shaming people for bringing back a relatively harmless disease, even if they do come back positive, which not a lot of people are because you got to get tested to come back in the country. Uh, so let's stop shaming people for traveling. Oh. What would have happened if you were positive? Would you have had to stay there or can you still do the like COVID hotel thing? So here's the thing. If you, they're not doing COVID hotels anymore. I think they scrapped the whole thing. Um, Unless you're like incapable of like finding a place to quarantine. Um, If you are, if you test positive, you, the responsible thing to do would be to just like hunker down in the United States for a couple of weeks, which is probably what I would have done. But there is a loophole in which uh, if you test positive, they won't let you on an airplane, but you can drive across the Canadian border with a positive test. 
Um, oh. So if... Here we go. Life pro tips. So if you are stuck in the United States and you do test positive, responsibly get yourself close to the border mm-hmm. and then rent a car or do whatever, walk across, drive across, uh, make sure you disclose your COVID positivity at the border, and then you can go home and quarantine. Uh, just don't take public transit to, to get there. Question. Yes, Dale. Say I go to the States. I go to... Sure. I'm not going to go to some fucking expensive place. Say I just go to like Mississippi or something weird. Love it. I want to go look at Indian mounds or something like that. Okay. Okay. How about I go to serpent, the serpent mound in Ohio, because it's like this mound that was built thousands of years ago. That looks like a snake. Yeah. Very big Google maps. It's pretty cool. Big tourist, big tourist destination. I get COVID because one of the other nerds that's looking at the dirt pile that looks like a snake coughed on me. Can I fly from Ohio to Bellingham and then drive across or do I, can I fly in the States with COVID? Yeah. Uh, So here, but here's the thing. Yeah. If you were to board a plane while COVID positive. Yeah. That would morally probably not be a good thing to do, but logistically you could 100% do it because they're not checking COVID. They don't make you covid test or be vaccinated or any of that they barely make you wear a mask to fly a fucking oh. plane in, in america so, so if i okay so let's say i'm flying around in the states and then i have a connector to this to from so i fly from ohio to bellingham to vancouver or whatever and some fart nugget in the fart tube just breathes covid all over me but i don't know because i got tested before i all right let's see how this is going crazy i think i just proved the other point of why it's dumb to travel unless you go direct flights yeah well, well the other thing is that like um there aren't a lot of like airplanes actually have pretty bitchin air filtration systems believe it or not so as long yeah for real what i don't this, know i just it's I just, was just looking at the Google Maps of uh, Serpent Mountain. This is pretty. This actually looks pretty fucking dope. Yeah, I'd go right. See like worth going to look at and get COVID over, right? Yeah. I mean, 100%. it's in Ohio. If you're there, you can see all the other sites. <laughs> Past guest Emilio Estevez, Emilio, <laughs> Emilio. You can go visit him. I was going to say Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. That's he, he lives he by also, Ohio. He has a I don't think club. he lives in Ohio. Go see the Serpent Mount and then go to Emilio's strip club i can't Perfect. remember what it's called it's definitely not called the moist hole bro i told him he should call it he didn't, he didn't. take he didn't he take didn't you take up that on that advice yeah uh he also didn't call it the snake mound which is another really good idea with the oh for the strip club yeah no a snake the snake mound would be a good name for a gay strip club i mean it doesn't necessarily have to be gay straight dudes can look at other straight dudes dicks <laughs> totally you're not it's wrong. a new world Derek. you're not wrong look at us don't yuck my yuck. straight as it gets don't say it. all right is there anything else you want to talk no, about before I, we uh... it's funny because i fucking hate that saying but i just yeah. keep saying it because don't say it because it's one of it, those things it annoying other people gives me joy more than how much i hate saying it but, but that's it's... the thing it's one of those things that you're gonna start saying ironically just to annoy oh, people 
And then it's going to be one of those things that like, you'll be saying this shit 10 years from now, completely unironically. And we'll be like, what the fuck, man? I told you this would happen. It'll like turn into an inside joke with myself and it'll just alienate me from my peers. It's like, it's like you've been my best friend for over 20 years. You just know this. I know. (laughs) I know. Uh, All right. Are Um, we done here? uh, Yeah, we covered everything. There's a couple man. We did I'm it. Done. We covered everything. Great job, outrage, outragers, outrage uh, Kateers. Yeah. Um, instead of doing a highlight show for 2021, because there were just, no highlights. It, it was fucking sucked. Fucking it was basically fuck show of a year. It was us either talking about COVID or trying not to talk about COVID. That's all yeah. 2021 was. Yeah. And that's all 2022 is going to be. Yeah. Unless Omicron just fart in a jar and wrap it and give it to someone <laughs> for a birthday gift. <laughs> And send the video to me. Oh, um, have you heard anything about the next strain of COVID? The one I've after seen, Omicron? I've seen a bunch of alarmist shit lately that's like, oh my God, there's fucking combination Omicron and flu and combination Omicron and Delta. And then people are that's, basically. That's not combination like, stuff. It's just people got the flu and COVID. And Omicron. Time, which is good. That means that <clears throat> here's here, here's some science tale talk. Love it. You couldn't get Delta and the flu at the same time because Delta was so powerful. It overruled the flu and you only had Delta um, symptoms. You can get Omicron and the flu at the same time because Omicron is a little bitch form of COVID and the symptoms are less than the flu. There, I said it. The symptoms of Omicron are less than the flu. Scrub me from the Internet, fucking the Illuminati. Yeah, Illuminati. Tell at least I'll know you watch this. And that's yeah. enough. <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> Tell him you watch. Yeah. And also give us more power and influence, please. Because mm-hmm. I w- or any power and influence would be good. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I yelled too much. I got myself a headache. Yeah, good. You sounded <laughs> at least as loud as me this episode. Hey, everyone. So, yeah, we're not going to do a fucking uh, recap episode, but may- maybe we'll Sorry. do. We decided against it, not we got lazy and forgot. Maybe we'll do a uh, a look ahead at what people are going to be mad about in 2022 and come up with, you know, we're just going to keep phoning it in on this one, at least it's, until we can. What? Derek, it's not phoning it in. It's zooming it in. We're going to keep zooming yeah, it yeah, in on this yeah. one. Nice. Hey, there's your there's your fucking recap for 2021. We stopped phoning it in and we started <laughs> zooming it in. Um, I do think that there is going to be like, I think at least some point this year, there is going to be a, uh, a variation of COVID that is at least it's as transmissible, transmissible, transmissible as Omicron, but like way, way deadlier. And then we're going to see some real, like, I think we're going to see some stand style shit. Let's do a $5 bet. The stand. Okay. I'll shake on that. I think. I think, oh, wait, that's the same hand. Okay, do it again. What, now it looks like the same hand chop, on my chop, video. Chop. Oh, it looks like the opposite hand. <laughs> okay, there. Whatever. I think the next one is going to either be easier transmissible than Omicron and, le- and milder even or harder to catch than Omicron and a little bit stronger. But I don't think you're going to get um, easier transmissible and stronger. I don't think that's going to happen. But let's have a side bet. Okay, that's our $5 bet. Okay. 
You think the next one's going to be worse? I think it's going to be less. Not even necessarily. Just at some point this year, there is going to be one that's as transmissible as Omicron, but way deadlier. Okay. Side bet. Yeah. What month do you think BC, not the world, not Canada, what month do you think BC says fuck it and starts lifting uh, their closure shit? It can even be next year. Yeah, like honestly, depending on how the like March, I'm and that might be optimal. I'm gonna say March. That's gonna be my guess. Ah, okay, sorry. I'm gonna say June. Damn! Because, what the fuck, Dale? <laughs> because, like, because it's so there's so many less cases in the summer because it's light out and light kills the virus and. Are we still denying that that like it, that light kills the virus or whatever? Remember when we were like that doesn't because Donald Trump said it. We were all not listening to that. Anyways, it's way harder to catch outside, and more people are way outside way more in June. And just like last summer when we thought it was over, we started lifting everything. I think that's going to happen again. But I think once we lift them this next time, we're that's it. We're fucking I'm, done. It's just I'm gonna not be doing like, this shit until June. It's just like if you get sick, you get sick. Oh, I'm not I'm saying not... you and me. I'm saying responsible adults. Uh, oh, like not the government. Like Bonnie Henry says, fuck it. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this shit until June. Fuck. No, no fucking way. No fucking way. Although hey, everyone, I I've gone to like a restaurant like three times in the last two years. So oh, I've gone. I've gone to America more times than you've gone to a restaurant <laughs> in the past. <laughs> so. Yeah. Fuck all of that. Hey, <laughs> Internet, thanks for joining us for this wild romp through the first week of 2022. This has been episode 194 of Outrage Factory. I've been your co-host on Derek Bolin. I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. No, I'm not on Derek Bolin, though I wish I were. Uh, hey, hey. Don't follow me on Twitter because I'm taking another break because everyone there is a fucking dickhead. But follow, except for me, except for your Dale, other co-host, follow Dale him. the Rooter. You can follow me at Super Dale Bot. You can follow the podcast at Outrage Fact Pod, and yeah, you can follow us on Instagram, Outrage Factory. Uh, TikTok is Dale DeRuder. Uh, send us an email, outragefactpod at gmail.com. Uh, wherever you listen to or download your podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. Uh, head on over to our red, red bubble T Fury. Yeah, red it? bubble. The link red is bubble. in the show notes. Uh, you could get some t shirts, get some banging merch, show all your friends yeah. you listen to the handsomest podcast this side of uh, the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to work out that much so he can keep that title. <laughs> uh, and until oh, next shout week, out to, oh, uh, never mind. All our fans in South Korea. Oh, was yeah. it South Korea. It was South Korea. Well, I doubt it was North Korea. So it's got. Scott, oh, yeah, could true. you imagine if we find out that like Kim Jong Un is like a like huge fan of our Rodman podcast? Podcast, and he like he invites us personally. If he invited us personally out to North Korea for like a visit because he was such a huge fan, would you go? Uh, yeah, yeah me too. I would one hundred percent go because he's not going to kill and starve us. Yeah, he's going to give us Allegedly. some of the burritos his father invented. Oh, we forgot to talk about that. What? Which? Is that the North Korea saying that Kim Jong Il invented burritos? Did he? 
in like 2007 or something. Is it one of those like fusion bur like a Jap no, burrito? They're just or... saying he invented burritos. Straight up, and he... they call them wheat meat tubes. He always and looked that, a little. I wanted to talk about it just so I could be like, that is cultural appropriation, <laughs> right there. That's actual <laughs> cultural appropriation when you pretend it was your invention instead of an ethnic food. Like the I room. mean, we've all been there. Hey. <laughs> We'll cover it next week. Until next week, stay angry. <laughs> oh. <laughs>